run that shit back, X. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Must have done that beat, though. Mm-hmm. Man. Back with another episode <laughs> of the Tone Nuts. We're feeling goofy today. We had a shout out to Coquito. Co- oh, I can't even talk. What are you talking about? Coquito. 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 Hey, shout out, to, uh, shout out to Bonnie, the best Coquito in Lorraine. Damn. Got me slurring already. Early. <laughs> early this that good yak, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are everybody feeling today? Pretty good? Really good. Feeling really good, man. Yeah. I got my voice back. Sharing my voice with you. Thank you, Cliff. We are one. Appreciate the connection. I mean, last episode was kind of like. You know, Jacob didn't want to. He wanted your voice silenced for some he reason. He did. He I don't did. Know why. Yes. Red flag. Trying yeah. to silence my voice for, for the last two episodes. He's like, it's, it's fine. He's like, oh, buy a new mic. All these things. Your problem. I've right. been peeping his strategy. He's always trying to gain power slowly but surely, like through creepy ways to let people know, like he runs this shit. Like mm-hmm. he got like a hold on it. Like he's our uh, Stan mm-hmm. Lee or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at him looking off in the distance. I wish we had looking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid ass face. <laughs> Well, I wish we had video, man. We gotta, we gotta get that soon. No, nah, twenty twenty two, we will have video. Man. We got to just to people can see our face and see what see we're his doing. stupid ass face too. Yeah. And wow, see why. stupid ass face. Why? Oh <laughs> my goodness! Why? Sir, sir, Jacob, you want to bring us in? You want to, you know, introduce no, us? No, you can do it today. Go on ahead. this episode, oh, Jacob, you feel some type of way today, huh? No, I. Oh, now I feel some type of way today. All right. It's the holiday well, Welcome back season. to an episode of It's On Us. Today, we have a special guest also with us. But let's, let me introduce the guys first. We have Jacob. Ladies first. Ladies first. Jeez. Nice. We have Andrew's your wife. She needs the grand <laughs> entrance, though. Like, I'm, yeah, true. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Hey, you just fucked the whole I, setup. I didn't do it. So today, we have Ash. Yep. As you can tell, he's talking a lot. Mm-hmm. We have Cliff. Then we got that guy, John. And then mm-hmm. we have a very special guest. Mm-hmm. The queen of the household. The... the the woman that really want, runs the ship here at the house. Oh, uh, Mrs. Right. Sel Blair has joined us today. Hello, hello. After long debate. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to be on the podcast with us. Yeah. That's not true. Well, I don't know. State your claim. Debatable. I just love how we got on Osh, but we allowed Jacob not to introduce her first. Ladies first. I ain't right. going to let you slide with that red See, flag right. behavior. <laughs> you don't like how I did in the end, so you can take that and... Yeah, I'm around with it. You All right, so <laughs> on the episode today, we got a couple topics we want to go over with you guys. It's been a lot going on. The whole mm-hmm. world is on fire. Yeah. It really is. Man, did you guys read, like, Nostradamus' like, predictions for 2021 and 2022? No. Kind of crazy. Is 2022 better? Hell no, it's going to get worse. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> man. More inflation, I'm, more sickness. I'm calling this year, I'm calling next year 22. I ain't saying 2022 because it sounds like 20, 2022 the second so i'm saying just 22 but you i like that people like 22 is never a good thing because catch 22 you know what uh, i mean and if you know what a catch 22 is it's 22 is a good number i like 22 gotcha yeah. i don't know i just pray for the best that's all i know yeah i remember since we reached, reached this whole 2020 2021 2022 it's just been like fuck like you're saying like this decade yeah it's like weird do you like, imagine like we're in the year 2022 like it never would have crossed your mind. Like, in the 80s, you'd be like, what the hell is 2000s? Like, that's, like, foreign almost, mm-hmm. right? But now we're in a whole different, like, era of everything. 
Can I ask a question mm-hmm. before we introduce the topics? Because, I mean, back in the, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, I think we all had an imagination of what, like, this time would be where maybe cars would be flying or, like, mm-hmm. you know, the pollution would be pretty much gone and shit like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like we were in, on the complete polar by opposite end of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like all negative shit. All the negative shit yeah. versus the positive shit. And it's just, like, with all the technology that we have nowadays, like Jacob said on our Discord Look who it is. The little groundhog just popped up out of his hole. Y'all miss us. Let me show y'all what I did yesterday. Cause, you know, this he crashing my little question. For those who don't know, <laughs> Gabe just walked in the building. Bing yeah. bong, yeah. fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I seen the highlight. Oh, you seen what I did yesterday? No. What, you got jazz beat or something? Let's see. Oh, this guy's a professional. Oh, my. Professional. Took out everybody. Took out everybody. We got to go to the bowling alley, John. 6.30.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.8.
Don't give like, a damn about like trash. Like, for example, or... I ain't talking trying to talk shit about China, but China don't give a fuck. Hell no. They're, they have no regulations, like, at all. We have an EPA, an Environmental Protection Agency, for those reasons to, like, make sure. But it makes it makes costs go up. You know, right. steel mills had to move across the ocean because they ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. They ain't got no regulations. No to, sanctions, no nothing. nothing. So, they said, fuck your air. Literally, they do. Yeah. So, Jacob, I, so I'll rebuttal with your with your homeless pot idea because the only thing is homeless people can't buy those. So, like, you're going to – basically, it has to come out of somebody's pocket, and it could come out of the taxpayer pocket. It could. True. But it'd be tough. True, and I agree with that point, so I'm not rebuttaling to that point by me saying this, but it goes back to what we said about, like, what Whole Foods throwing food away, and that can be given to people, and that's the, like, evil part of capitalism. We always feel like yeah. at the end of the day somebody needs to pay for something, and I feel like our society, because – there's nothing wrong with capitalism. I love capitalism, but we do need somewhat of a system to where it's okay to give shit away if it helps people because we do have people who are just bad on their luck. They're mm-hmm. never going to get ahead. And if you can recycle plastic, like he said, and build homeless stuff and just give it to them, you know, it is what it is. It's going to be insulated enough for you and mm-hmm. it helps the environment. And it, hopefully it doesn't have to come out of our pocket. But like you said, that's the bad part about capitalism. Yeah, somebody's got people. Somebody's so I guess somebody's we kind of need like, we need a system where. Yeah. yeah, like a compassionate system where you don't have to pay for this. It's a project mm-hmm. done for mm-hmm. free because it's needed to help our envir- environment and it's needed to help people who just are down on their luck and mm-hmm. can never get up. Mm-hmm. And I have seen other uses, though, for plastic. There's somebody, I forgot where, it might be in like like South Africa or something. Yeah, they, she turned her uh, garbage into bricks. Yeah, bricks for started like, building a road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Garbage. Yeah. And that she has like a wrong. business and she's like, I got to keep up with like, she, and they showed this like river filled with just plastic. It was water. I mean, there was, you couldn't even see the water. It was and, gross. And they're like siphoning like what they can to make these bricks. Kind of cool. So I That's guess cool. more so like the opp- the opportunity presents itself in front of whoever's looking at it, mm-hmm. right? So True. you have a solution. Let's push on that solution. I mean, we may be the first to actually do it, and then some people will invest in us, and you know, right? Make sneakers out of them. Went to sneaker con yesterday. I see some plastic shoes. Oh no shit! Seeing that be raw too, mm-hmm. and you can make thousands, if not millions, of plastic mm-hmm. shoes right. as long as you got the right production and everything. But like you said, that's just the bad part about capitalism. Pay somebody yeah. has to. Somebody's got to pay for it. And you know, like you mentioned, like helping people with no cost. You know, you think about benefits like food, like SNAP benefits or or no rental profits. assistance, no, and those things that are already in place for people that are down their luck so there is place there is certain things but not everything and that's what we i guess we got to work on yeah it's a conundrum for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll get better at that but i feel like when we solve that one issue that will do big for the world and i feel like that will be the like the snowball snowball effect to help you know mm-hmm. other areas too and i think like, like there's and shit yeah for sure and there's even like those world organizations like the um what the fuck's it called like the like the organization where all like the world leaders are like in and and basically they have like they address certain issues like a year they'll say okay this we're gonna focus on this this year and mm-hmm. basically give guidelines to say okay help your people with this issue this year and it's like the United Nations United Nations exactly Jacob mm-hmm. there you go but it could but that could get political too because then they could be like well you know exactly we don't care about homeless people right now and we talked about we talked about that though like you can't do anything good. And then instantly it becomes uh, politicized. Yeah. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. right? They're yeah. trying to help someone. Any decision, like, yeah. any decision is that's the world we live in. And I know we have a chicken shortage now, but like a few years ago, chickens like outnumbered people in the world four to one. And it's like when a meat like that outweighs or outpopulates people again four to one, there shouldn't be no hunger in the world. There's mm-hmm. no reason for it. Mm-hmm. 
That don't even make sense mathematically. There's enough chicken to go around, mm. clearly. There's too many <laughs> options. Or, you know what I mean? You can just eat whatever nowadays. You don't even got to be a chicken. Be, yeah, mushrooms you know, so you can get out, out the ground. Variety. Right. Cook them up, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't eat out the ground. I'm, I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't no. going to I wasn't gonna, gonna, wasn't gonna go that route, but hey, if you want to. All right, and that was our philanthropic uh, virtuous talk right there because we just love society and people in the world. But, Jacob, go over the topics that we have. Why does it always today. follow me to go to the topics? We be on your ass, so that way you don't get lazy or fall behind. Boy. Stan Lee, we, we need you to be creative at all. How long are y'all in right now? What time you got, Jake? We got... Hold on. It's going to be a decent, lengthy episode, though. For yeah. Sure. So, this week, we're going to talk about a variety of things, as we always do. We're going to go from student loan forgiveness to holding people accountable to boundaries and setting limits and what you tell family. What if you got to choose your own gift and New Year's resolution? Um, the sentencing of that CDL truck driver. Oh, man, yeah. And the t the $4,000 tip situation okay. and many more things. All right, so real quick. Okay, so let's, let's start off on the $4,000. Dollar tip, right? I'm okay. glad you did that because I was about to get into it too. Okay, Gabe, because so I work in a restaurant. Okay, go ahead. So I, yeah, at the me. moment I read it, I had a, already a situation that happened at B Dubs. Mm -hmm. Jamal, you guys know I Jamal. I love Jamal yeah. Ford. That yeah. is my guy. You guys know Jamal. You guys used to work at B Dubs. He got tipped. I want to say it was about like five hundred dollars, but it was on a card, mm -hmm. and that's what gets things like this to happen because yep. then the card yep you know what i mean it's, it's so now you're you can't have i, I don't want to say you can't tip 500 dollars with your card but you can because they're going to red flag it and they're going to see like hey did you really mean to do this mm -hmm. and it's gonna be a longer process and he wasn't he wasn't just like he wasn't allowed to get it by himself he had to split it with like another server that was on the floor with him but i mean in this particular situation i mean if they called in like that i don't see why he would have to because I don't know if this was cash or not, but yeah, like with B Dubs, I know B Dub system, and I understand when it goes through card, they have to do it mathematically. It's yep. just due to the system. But mm -hmm. if it was cash, you would have took the five hundred. Oh, hundred percent. The situation so was cash though, because so with it being club, cash, so. it's completely different. That is my money. Like mm -hmm. everything else, like she said, and it's technically a, usually across all restaurants. Like when they do uh, divide up the money, it comes out of that server's paycheck. Mm, and that's yeah, why too. anything is charged to a card it does go to the restaurant but if it's cash that's typically yours mm -hmm. and that's the so, biggest I, I have seen it though there was one place I, I used to I, my brother used to work at Starbucks and they what they did they got cash tips and at the end of the night then they split those Chipotle. even cash tips Chipotle does that too but that's a little bit okay. different because they're all Cashier, they're all working yeah. together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. cashier is so like pouring your drink, and then mm -hmm. the person pouring your drink is probably you know weighing it out. And so so say if, okay, for example, someone gave me does a forty four hundred dollar tip, and you were working the kitchen, would you feel almost expected to get something out of that because you were also a part of that team? <sighs> I wouldn't say expected, man, because there's been times I didn't seen people get tipped, you know, hundred dollars, and you know, not even four thousand dollars, and mm -hmm. they said the food was amazing, the kitchen, they they said thank you. Well, you know, we, you know, we made that. You know, the, the reason you're really getting that tip is kind of because of us. Um, so it's not it's not an inspection. It's just more of like a appreciation. No, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, of course you're gonna appreciate it, but it's like it's like a lost thought now. You yeah, know, I, I just feel like if I got tipped forty four hundred bucks, it's up to me as an individual to be like, you, you know what, yeah. People in the back, they deserve credit of this. I'm gonna give them I, something, and then people in front of them, like a link, like a chain link. Literally, I've only been there once, and I've only got tipped out by a server one time. 
Because mm, well, I mean, I, I said I only worked there once. I worked there for <laughs> five years. But. <laughs> but like how you just said it, like it should be up to the you know the server what she decides what is best to do. Right, and doing but, it this way, they took it out of their hand, out of her hands. Right, because right. there were messy. three servers, and they were going to split it right. up. Yeah, she was just like the loudest one out of the three. Like if mm-hmm. you know one of those three, you know if they split it up among those three people, okay, that's fair. I get that. And if they called ahead and said, "Oh yeah, you could do that," and then like they really did it, they're like, "Hold up, you can't." Oh no, we gotta get our hands somewhere. It's like reneging. Right. It's like what's the fucking point? Like don't and don't try to lie and say, "Oh, they didn't call us." No. If they really wanted to, they could look up phone records and be like, oh, gotyourass.com, bitch. Shut the fuck up. But <laughs> but see, like that in, that in itself is going to like have a problem within the workers. Because, you, yes, morally, you can solely tip one person $4,000. Yes. But you, there's going to be that one person in that in that restaurant, in that room. Hating like, I, I need somebody. At, at, why, why? Why? Why did you get that? Right. You how know, how, mm-hmm. how good was the average service? individual, $4,000, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Especially okay. getting tips. Yeah. And you're coming home with more even on top of that. Right, but you don't know because this like $100 club is like they randomly just go to places and do right. it. So like yeah. if it happens. That's, like, that's a dope concept. Hopefully someday we can do that. I was about to say. Hey, that's a dope concept. That's a dollar club. Yeah. Hopefully you don't, you don't cause controversy where we go, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, yeah. me, I ate some, free, I some free food yesterday. I almost called you. Sel, <laughs> <laughs> no, so what's your opinion on it? Like, how would you feel if you were in Ryan Brandt's like shoes and stuff like that? Like, how would you handle the situation? Um, Ryan Brandt is the what? She was one of the three servers. She was like the most outspoken one about the restaurant trying so to take a, her money. That's a female. Yeah, it's right. a female. Morally, okay. I, I, if I was one of the three servers or I was her, I would split it. But that's just who I am mm-hmm. as a person. Doesn't mean she has to be. I mean, she was given the tip. I think she has all right to pocket that. Right, but the restaurant tried to take it from her though. That was the issue. Like no, as soon as she, they, she got it, like they were like, "No, you gotta like hand that over." And like the customers themselves had to force management to give them the money. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. And I this comes back to me, me being in HR is policy. What does your policy say? Mm-hmm. Is there a policy on that that says if your cat if you get a tip you get to keep it? If it was a dollar, are they gonna fight over? Take it? up, score down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't feel like that. He talks about the policy a little bit. That's all. Okay. I was gonna say I just don't feel like that. If if it was a dollar, they're not gonna fight over it. So it really doesn't matter what the amount it is. It was given to her. It's, it's right. It's hers, and mm-hmm. what she wants to do with it with it is up to her. Especially mm-hmm. with the with the tipping system the way it is in America. Like the reason why they get paid so shitty is like like in other countries they don't get paid terrible wages, so they don't they don't rely on tips. I think it might be like Germany. I think they don't accept tips. They're like we don't don't tip me. I don't accept a tip. Yeah, they get right. paid like. like yeah, their their pay is good. Okay, so tell me if I'm wrong. So say so they do it for the satisfaction, like they don't really do it for money. And that's mm-hmm. dope. I love that. Mm-hmm. Say this is like a strip club, right? And she got that four thousand dollar tip. Is it up to her to split it between all the dancers when she was the, like the main mm-hmm. one? Like that might get a little dicey, though. I don't and know. that's I where I said we're in it within an organization. You will have problems. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You, yeah, no one person can solely just get four thousand dollars, but there's gonna be somebody who's Saudi and is gonna get upset. Who wouldn't be Saudi? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be Saudi if I was Saudi. I mean, yeah, I wish that was me. Right. But I that was supposed to be my table. Right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But then that's why Who's management has to step in and you know, hey, this is bigger than you, kind of right now. You I'm know? coming at the host's neck if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> host, you set them. You, set you, them. you double set them. You know I needed that shit. I gotta pay my fucking bills. Or it's like, like hypothetically, what if you just got cut too? Oh yeah. man! You know what I'm saying, that. and then that was not even their section. They just got mm-hmm. sat there because you got cut. Wow! 
cut for those who don't know like that's like you're like off for the day oh yeah like, yep. you get, you get yeah. sent home sent not home. sent home but you know your shift's over basically, basically yeah. yep starting it you know but like i said that's gonna that's gonna start up another problem mm-hmm. so the, way the cookie crumbled that is true. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's like um, you're hitting a lotto. I ain't gonna lie. You're gonna be happy. Like, oh, bands. I'm, I'm going to the bathroom. Like, yes. I'm ready to go home with this. I'm right. looking, I'm Honestly, I'm gonna look my manager in the face and say, I'm cutting myself. Right. <laughs> I am going home. I don't need no more money. <laughs> I'm rolling silverware. <laughs> Man, these bitches at B doesn't even fucking roll silverware anymore. Oh, nah, she goes in a fucking sleeve. That's it. Wow. They don't even wash oh, it. Yeah. We got a dishwasher now, bro. Oh, don't tell me. No. I'm, I'm going to start bringing my own utensils. Oh. Like that, oh, no. they The dishwasher's cool. He's cool. But, like, I don't use it. I don't eat nothing. Pl- like, I don't eat plastic when oh, I go no. out to eggs. See, you know I mean? When the cooks are saying that. Uh, I'm just, that's me personally. I don't like the metal hitting my teeth and it being hot. I don't know. Something. I don't like that feeling. It hurts my mouth. And just to remember where it's been. Yeah. Every other person's. Yeah. Mouth. I'm gonna say that real right, quietly. Or if it fell on the floor, all yeah. some badass. I didn't go that far. <laughs> Baby kid rubbing it on their nose. Yeah, nose yeah. Shit. Here you go. Scratching their back and shit. Fuck <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Bad, bad. Not, not scratching plastic forks yep. and spoons in my purse. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't don't say plastic thing. though. We're gonna get Jacob upset. No, I, I, we agree though. Hey, hey. Look, there's some. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's some plastic. You go back today, Mister Funny Guy. <laughs> He's on one. Mm-hmm. You could get like a, like reusable like something. It could not right. be plastic, but reusable. What else we got? So I mean, okay. So how do you guys feel about the uh, sentencing of that truck driver? Well, now you and yes. I guess Jacob too. You like being truck drivers at one point. Jacob was. Let me Jacob's know the like story. A, was it the guy who dumped the stuff on purpose? Who got sentenced? It was. It was. No. It was a guy. It was a truck driver in Colorado. I think mm-hmm. he. Um, like three years ago, his brakes failed in his semi truck, and he ran into like three, four people and these cars. And like, I think he it was three or four deaths, and he got sentenced like 120 years in prison. But a side note, manslaughter. But a side note, he is an, he was a immigrant too, though. So I think that is solely kind of why he's getting fucked away. He's getting too. fucked. Well, he, oh, yeah, well, here no, he was. I think from Cuba. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Let me hear the story. Cause we, well, I know I, when we went to driving school, we went to the same place. And they even told us a couple times, like, some in some states, you don't have to go to schooling to get your CDL. Uh-uh. You could just take the test. Okay. Or you could be kind of shoddy trained. Yeah. Because where we learned that, you pre-trip. Pre-trip, they drill that shit into you. Heavy, like heavy, like, heavy on pre-trip. Just to mm-hmm. prevent things like this from happening. Right. So you well, blame him for... But it's something goes out during the... During the my road. detective brain is, like, working right now. Mm-hmm. But now I'm asking this just based in... Like, you know, my assumption on this information, did he have his CDLs at all? Because if he wasn't trained and didn't have his CDLs and that happened, then that changes the whole case. Mm-hmm. It ain't because he's an immigrant. It's like you weren't even trained to do this. You're driving pretty much a weapon of mass destruction. You killed three people, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. people. So if he didn't have it, because if he did, was an immigrant and didn't have his, like, green card or anything. No, he did. He did have mm-hmm. his green card? Did he have his CDLs? I, that I don't know. It was 110 years. Yeah, 110 years for killing, I think, four people. Injuring 26, I think it was. Injuring what? It was like 26 people, but he killed four people. It's just a tragic situation overall. Like, I still it don't is. think you deserve 110 years. I've seen somebody quote it and say, junk drivers don't even get that much. No. Sure. Really? Ooh, so you pretty much the uh, charge might be race, racially incentivized. You know what I'm saying? And he, like like you said, he's reading. My life is not a happy life. Like, 
He, I'm sad that I killed these people. Like, he's that's, young. He's like 26 yeah, years 24, old. 24. 24. 24. Hmm. No alcohol or drugs. I mean, it's tough. Uh, see, and then that that leads to safety and being taught properly. Because let's say, for example, you know, he was shoddy taught and was like, oh, look, this is how the basics. And didn't even drill or get the required training of knowing to be on your shit. You know what I mean? So that goes back to teaching to a certain extent. So I would, if I was the state, I'd be like, okay, well, let's do a deeper dive. Mm-hmm. Who trained him? What was his shit like? How, you know, were we confident in him when he got his skills? You know, because cause that could fall back on them. Because as a teacher, you should know, hey, look, you're just not going to do it. You know, you're just not, this is not for you. Yeah. So it's like, and it's like yesterday, somebody posted, you know, posted, you said pre-trip, pre-trip, pre-trip. And then somebody else said, well, something could have failed, like you said. And it's like, well, that's, you know, a possibility, too. So it's like. But mm-hmm. the purpose of a pre-trip is to go over your whole vehicle, lights, brakes, air, anything that covers the vehicle. So when you get in, the, soon you get in that driver's seat, mm-hmm. it's on you. Mm-hmm. So if you're intoxicated, anything, you get in a crash, you're at fault. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lot of variables that go inside of this. It's but still, lot. like. I was going to say, I feel like I can't come to a final conclusion. I would have to read more than one source on that and need more details mm-hmm. because I feel like they didn't really give too much. They just talked about how he felt and what happened. Mm-hmm. But that's sad, though, yeah. for all parties involved and condolences mm-hmm. to all the families. And then, yeah. like, 110 years, like, first of all, we don't even live to be that old. Right. Yeah, I don't like sentencing like that. Like, yeah, triple, you might life. As well say life. triple life. Like, you're talking about if I die and come back, I go back to jail? Like, how does that work? Like, And I don't yeah, like throwing a racist odd. card out there, but when you say shit like that, I feel like there's a hint of it in you because when you, tr- again, charging people for that long, like, you can say 40 years, that's pretty much your life. Mm-hmm. 40, mm-hmm. like, what you gonna do in 40 years after you've been locked up? You Realistic. don't know society, mm-hmm. you don't know nothing no more, like, but, to say 110 and all that. It's, it's almost, almost like rude, like, it it here's 600 years, like. But I think it also goes yeah. back to <laughs> you shitting on me, like, that's kind of like being I, a bully with your power, I feel like. But I think it also goes back to how many counts were brought up against him. He had 27 counts of something. So, therefore, it plays. Yes, I know it's, oh, it's overkill. You can have I, I manners that. and say mm-hmm. you have to serve life. You don't have to no. say 110 years. That, like, mentally breaks me down. Overkill, much rather would true. Live but they're life. required to send Yeah, they're, they're required. Okay. Yeah, like, it's if it's 27 counts of this, then that particular thing is a minimum of this or a maximum of this. So each count, boom, boom, So boom, each count occurs. I mean, but yeah, anything, it, it, anything it, over yes. 100 years should be considered life. life. Not, be I, yes, I agree. I agree. They, they should yeah. restructure that and reword it without, like how you said. Because you know, I would pass out. Just, somebody, like, <laughs> that, read that all that shit, just like, <laughs> nigga, what? Just like, <laughs> nigga, 50, 40. <laughs> 20, like, nigga, I'm going to have flashes. Like, damn, my life is really gone. Like, I really might go crazy in the court here and all these goddamn numbers. Just mm-hmm. say life. You remember that meme of uh, Tony uh, Farmer, a uh, high school basketball athlete? He, like, it was a clip of him in court, and they sent it to him. He, oh. like, fainted. Oh, and he, like, yeah, he passed out, yep. Because mm-hmm. that's dramatic. Like, in a federal prison for that long, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't Not remember. even a federal prison, man. Any any cell. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if it's state, <laughs> federal, local. Mm-hmm. You get trapped in one room for 110 years. And then he's on parole. 
probably for 110 years because it has to match your sentence. So, like, um, you get sentenced for 20, you have to do 20 on parole. And like, overkill, is, like you said, overkill. And this is a hot topic, but, like, O.J. Simpson, I just read it the other day, is officially a free man. He's 75 per years old or close to that, pretty much. Like, think about that. That man, he done did some shit. I ain't, like, <laughs> I ain't coming up for <laughs> yeah, all He done did some shit. But uh, <laughs> even, like, you know, his life is pretty much done at 75, and he's officially a free man. It's just the way, like, it's like once the system has their claws on you, there's no really getting out of it. That's you why. seen the shit with Meek? Yeah, you know what I mean. He popped a he popped a Willie, and he was on on parole mm -hmm. and you know probation for damn near twenty years because of that shit. Like that don't even make no sense at all. So make it make sense. To, yeah, change a little bit, and that's just us uh, again getting our voice out there in that situation because that shit crazy. No, I mean we all have a voice, so we have a choice in what we want to happen to us. You know what I mean? So we just have to be more forward about it and talk about it and have mm -hmm. these uncomfortable conversations and push this topic forward so so truck drivers are protesting and not delivering to colorado at all i was about to say mm. man. the walmarts are here. empty the grocery stores are empty you can't get your necessities they're they're boycotting there at all. i like when there's a union within the union yeah you know what i mean so like do, truck you, drivers. do you agree with that then That's uh no i don't agree with that no morally <laughs> it doesn't make sense but i mean i i like that the symbolism yes. around it like okay i seen uh on twitter the, the other day i think you reposted it uh ice cream truck driver passed away and i seen a line of about 15 ice cream trucks behind them all following it playing the song so i like when there's okay, camaraderie you know yeah, what i mean i like, love that stuff too mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of with Gabe. Like, I appreciate, like, what they're doing and what they're standing for. But there's also, like, people who are sick or babies who need certain stuff. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, that's where, like you said, morally I can't agree with it. But right. I do stand with it because I understand what they're standing for. Mm -hmm. So it's like two truths in me exist at the same time, and I agree with them both. That just yeah. kind of shows also how important every single person is to a to an operation. Down from food delivery to sale of food and all, all of that. And the consumer, down to the consumers mm -hmm. all important so i hope everybody in that country got what they need because again i know there's probably families struggling in that state who don't got what they need and it's probably rough mm -hmm. hopefully crime isn't up yeah like, like you said it's, it's a sense of family when you like become a part of anything that you do like you work for a company you have a small family you work you have a bowling team you got your small family so mm -hmm. it all man for real because <laughs> it's like it ain't even like in death, like, you ever just go to a bar and, like, you know what I mean? Like, St. Lads or something. Or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you see people that you only see at St. Lads. Or, like, for me, it's the Maple. Like, I only know people because of the Maple. Yeah. And, right. and just like bowling, like you said, I only know people because of bowling. Like, Kokenda. That's who got me fucked up yesterday. Mm -hmm. The kid. Yeah. No, okay, just to, just to stay on family, though. So, um, kind of going into, like, boundaries, right? With the, yeah, with the holiday season coming up, you know, you see a lot of family. Mm -hmm. And do you ever have, like... Some family members you tell a lot to, and some family members just like, "Do I like what? What should I tell you?" Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do that every day. <laughs> no, but like seriously though, like yeah, sometimes you have to like be forward and address certain family members because like mm -hmm. you have to pick your you have to pick how you're gonna say who what you're gonna say what to yeah because some family only comes around because they know this is the season like oh I want to get from this person I haven't talked to you all year but it's Christmas what's up cuz you got something no like mm -hmm. you just gotta establish that boundary when you're like creating anything so but how do you guys feel about like that boundary just establishing like within your family or like outside of your family so i would say me personally um i wouldn't say i put 
necessary limits and boundaries on my family. I put limits and boundaries on myself within the family I am around. Mm-hmm. Like if I go see my dad, like, and I see my grandma, I don't try to like drink or smoke. You know what I mean? Because I'm not trying to give off that persona of you know, right? you know, you know what I mean. Even or even just smelling like it. You know, I just man, I'm like she's about to yell at me. You know I, mean? <laughs> I don't even want no smoke right now, bro. Like, and it's just like around my dad. Like I don't really do that stuff. Like I don't, I don't. Like we went out to dinner yesterday. He was like, "You want to get a beer?" I'm like. I mean, if you want to get a beer, like, Let them extend I know them. I can get a beer, but mm-hmm. I, do you want to get one? So it's like understanding, like the situation. Yeah, it's like, and on my dad's side of the family, like, I'm looked at as like a god. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, bro. Like, I can probably do no wrong. It's like it's kind of weird. You're it's the just, golden child, and it's it's just crazy to like really understand that. You know what I mean? And it's but it's like humbling because i know like all right a lot of a lot of y'all looking at me to do or to see what i gotta do like cousins wise my brothers and sisters on my dad's side i know the feeling you know so it's like all right well that's why i don't want to set this persona like it ain't cool it ain't cool to smoke and drink and you know what i mean do everything that we do no it ain't if you want to be sober all day by all means i ain't gonna look at you any different than what i do Mm -hmm. so it's just like keeping up with the respect and i think that goes into certain boundaries because like you said people come around only one time a year what's up what you, what you got on you got five on this like no it's like if you can't respect who i am outside of a holiday you know you shouldn't even right we shouldn't even be having a real conversation that's yeah. interesting i guess it's more so protecting your energy and engaging with the right i don't know people the older you get the more you like i guess see it like mm-hmm. i will say the older you get you become more sensitive to like certain things and you become more emotional like cause you, mm-hmm. and, it, yeah. and if it, and your circle kind of gets smaller yeah like you know in high school you got oh you know and then like as you yeah, like 25 older, 25 30 friends like, and then out of high school it's like 15 like, and then shit, five. see but i'm i am defeating that purpose right now because i've always heard that when you grow up you lose all your friends from high school i have every single friend that i have from high school and, and before i have every single friend before high school still in my life and and while i met them same. Okay, nice, so nice. can we kind of define what what is a friend? Yeah, what, okay. How I guess my someone? circle of associates yeah. has shrunken down to a group of friends. Well, I if think that makes sense. I think like Gabe, you know, with with his group of friends, it's it's he has his bowling people. He bo- he bowls with like it's an activity based almost in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it could be drinking, it could be bowling, it could be cornhole, it could be you know the rounds game. Round, mm hmm, mm hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it's crazy because like you said. You said associates, which is different from a friend. Mm-hmm. Like you know, okay. uh, associate is different from a friend. Like okay. I consider y'all friends slash family, not an associates. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Associates to be people like I said. I see at the bowling alley that I okay. only know because of the okay. bowling alley. I see what you're saying or, now. Mm-hmm. Or at the Maple or something like that. So it's like having different pods of friends. I and I do right. because I can't say certain things to y'all that I would say to like Eric or Aaron right. or yeah. Damon. You know what I mean? And then vice versa. You know. And I always of, say that I have a friend. Like, my friends touch a different part of me. Like, mm-hmm. I have friends for different reasons. There you go. Yeah. In terms of, I have my friend that we could just be goofy. I can have my friend that we have those more serious conversations with. I can have my friend that we're going to sit on the couch and do nothing but watch TV all day. Hell like, yeah. your friends, all to me, mean something different. Like, I have no one friend that is exactly like. Hmm. Yep. Nice. Nice. And that's crazy. Like because that. <laughs> it's just that, so that, true. Yeah. It's like... The shit I can talk to Eric about, I can't talk to Jacob too. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Gosh, right, I can't. I can't I'm have fine. the same. Okay. I, you know, yeah, I have my groups of like, this is my family right here. This is literally my family because I've known oh, you for so damn long, and you are my family. Mm-hmm. Then I also have my Illyria friends that, you know, we watch a lot of Browns games for, 
Browns games with. You're you know? what again? You're my, what? my Illyria group of friends. Oh, wait, say that one more time. His 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 hometown, Illyria. Uh, no, hometown. not hometown. His homeboys. That's where he's from. That's what he wanted to say. His homeboys. No, no. Anyways, but yeah, so I have a different group of friends for you know things too. So I think that's important too for growth. So it's good to have different groups and different people you can learn from. And that's true. So yeah. I, I guess for me, like I'm kind of distinguishing like what a friend is. Like a friend to me is like someone who shows up for you. You all right, John? Oh no, man. So would you consider me a friend? Yes, I, I would consider you. You're you're one of them. He said a painful friend. Yeah, he but, said, uh, yeah. "Wait, hold on! I just realized you gave up your seat today." Yeah, for the first lady. Go, yeah, Queen Cell is here, okay. so we're going to yeah. you know. <laughs> I just not peeped. I'm like, hold on, wait, this feels different. It's really comfy. Yeah. So, well, uh, no, just like, I guess more so, just like, because every you can't talk to all your friends the same, and I'm understanding that the older I get, like. I can't have this intellectual conversation with you. Like you're going through your own troubles and tribulations. Like I have to like almost like reading it, reading them. Like okay, yeah. they, either they can't take this right now, or they don't want, or, or I don't want it to put yeah. that on them. Because a lot of my mm-hmm. like a lot of the people I do associate with it, they t- they come to me like I'm stuck. I'm like, what do you mean you're stuck? Just like mentally, like I can't get past this like one thing, and I'm like, well, let's let's get through it. How do you think we can like resolve that issue? And it's like it takes time, I guess. But I feel like there needs to be a boundary set for friends unloading all of their emotional problems on you. Preach. Yeah. yeah, preach, goddamn. There's friends that there's only friends come to you to give that. you problems, mm-hmm. not even you know you, you, yourself problems. It's their problems. Mm-hmm. It, wow, that's all I gotta say because I'm never. I guess I never really realized that until the, like, you just said it. So yeah, wow, that's all I gotta say. So here, I'll, I, I wanted to say something on the podcast, and now this all kind of ties in. Um, to our listeners, to us here, don't be afraid to unsubscribe to some one something, and I, and I don't mean social media. I mean and social media life. and every, unsubscribe. You know, take a take a break or take a step back if there's a family member, a friend, a job, a fucking apartment complex that you don't want to be in. Like fuck all them and just figure out, make a plan, and act on it. Act. You know. Yeah. But I unsubscribe. Ain't, unsubscribe. I ain't gonna lie, I'm still drunk from last night, but I'll drink to that. Hey. <laughs> we take a shot. We take a shot. Hey. Poem. So, yeah. That's a very good point, John. Yeah, and and a lot of people are stuck that they unload their 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 drama and their trauma onto someone else, and it's like, gosh, I've I've heard of him from him before. He's mentioned like he's talked to people and tried to help them through, and then the next week it's the same shit, mm-hmm. and yeah. that and it happens all the time. And people that's that they don't want to unsubscribe. They don't want to let go and they want to hold on and it's just yeah like like me as a friend i want you to make advancements in any space in your life so i'll be there if you really really need me you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm not going to just be around because i got other stuff going on in my own life as well but like at the same time like i don't want to keep seeing you go through that same cycle over and over like it gets exhausting it is it does. You know what I mean? and then and then on top of that with social media now like a lot of people in this room are on social media and like we see we we have these friends that we feel like we have to be friends with, and it's just like you don't have to. You could, if they're posting some shit you don't like or you don't want to see, you don't have to be their friend. Yeah, respectfully, you know. I guess respectfully. That's, period. Mm-hmm. But that's how social media is, though. Like it it thinks for you. You don't think for yourself mm-hmm. anymore. You don't want, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss out. Right, yeah. The moment somebody know. unfollows you on Twitter, it's like, do we have beef? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like FOMO in a sense, like fear of missing out on a conversation or a situation mm-hmm. or. Whatever it and may it's be. even so, I'm I'm guilty of this before. Like, 
like with an ex or someone someone you used to be friends with or or in a relationship with and you go check on them like on their shits like why do you got to go do that like you're 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 yeah. doing nothing is not going to help you so why did you go do that then yeah <laughs> well then it's always like what did you say about what did you get out of it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. get out of it yeah I know. it's like well do you feel that you need to be back in their life oh now i can now i can see you know with social media you now you have a, a window into their life and it's just like just don't worry about it if they're if it's, if it's done and over with just move on yeah but Focus at the on same you. time like one of my ex's grandma just passed away so it's mm-hmm. like you're not even checking up on her. You're, you know, because you knew the grandma. So it's mm-hmm. like, man, that was a good person no matter what. So, that's true. right, right, that's true. Know. It kind of supersedes the right. And what you get, once you, you know, actually with somebody for so long, you know, kind of their family, yeah, almost essentially comes your family. Exactly. So it's like, you know, at a point, it's bigger than the two people who dated. True. I feel like true. Mm-hmm. It's you know, what I mean, you got ties with so and so's mom, so and so's uncle, or you can have a relation with do like sneakers. And I, he knows I like sneakers, so the only time I see him and I, I do talk to him is about shoes or or uh, or a dog, you know what I mean, or something you know weird, you know. So mm-hmm. it, I, it's weird to do that, yes, but to actually answer my own question, why I asked you why'd you do it? Like I said, to make sure that more than just her is okay mm-hmm. at that point, I guess. Mm-hmm. You care about the well-being of an individual. You still right. care about at the end of the day, like yeah. we're all human. We mm-hmm. have emotions. We go through. A lot of shit. So I mean, no, like, don't get me wrong. Can, She's doing shitty. I don't give a well, fuck. But still, it's but, different. <laughs> when, but you have, uh, like, you have like empathy said, for her situation. Right? Yeah, uh, I, not towards her, almost in a sense. You know what I mean? Because it's... Towards the family as a whole, maybe? Right. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Not, not... I don't want to solely say that I'm, you know... Making sure she's okay. I guess I can give a fuck <laughs> how she's feeling. It's bigger. That's, like that's I said, real. it's bigger than what she is. Like, and who she is, I should say. And to kind of tie this all together, it's like... Because I know I'm going to be in that situation. Keep it a stack. Like, I know I'm going to be in that situation, so... Oh, yeah. um, I had one of my biological uncles call me the other day. And like I said before, I'm adopted. Remember my real dad when I was 18. Don't really have a relationship, but it's like... When I see them, like... How you said when you see somebody, you're, you're going to say hi. And that's how I was raised. Because I have... It's not like I have a beef with anybody. I just still have to figure it out. No, Jacob, don't fuck with his dad. I'm, I'm, no, I don't. I don't. We I haven't talked to a woman in years. And you set a boundary on it. I mean, because I, I shit, I'm close to thirty, and I still don't know how I want to approach that situation. You know, because now I have a kid, I have to think about that. And it's like if I see them out in public, and see in the park, like I'm gonna introduce. I'm gonna let, because I know they're good people. But so, it, so if Parker like meets so your real dad. Well, how, how do you introduce him? Like, hey, this is uh, this is this is David. Okay, there you go. Not my David. dad. This is this is David. At that point, you got to introduce him as your friend. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And, and that's, that's gonna. That, but and, like, I mean, but real shit, he's never met Parker yet. See. And that shit, like, I was like, still to this day, is because like, some people have, like, I've had cousins from that side of my family, who mm-hmm. they met Parker in a store, you know, and shit like that. Yeah. But then it's like. One of the closest people I was, you know, a part of in that side of my family, I don't talk to anymore. Nothing negative. I just, I just stopped talking. Yeah. So it's like, the boundaries is crazy, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The older you get, you know, just be emotionally, physically, mentally aware of your boundaries and how you talk to people and energy is transferable. So you may be, like, like Sel said, emotionally vomiting on your issues on somebody else and they're going through their own you know stuff so just be mindful or at mm-hmm. least ask 
yeah. say, hey, I'm going through something. Can I talk about it? Because you don't know what that other person's yeah. going through. And then they got to deal with whatever they're going through and then worrying about your problems on top of their problems. And people just don't need that. Mm-hmm. No. Cliff? Anything to say? Quiet over there. I don't know, yeah. I was just letting you guys unload. I was just listening and, you know, kind of like letting it stir in a pot. And all you guys like had excellent and wonderful points. And when it comes to like family and boundaries and stuff like that, I think it just breaks down to the individual and how close they are to the family Mm -hmm. or associate and stuff like that. Because I feel like the same way you rank your friends and associates and stuff like that, you do the same with family. Like for instance, in my situation, I do have my right away family that I want to shop for and do shit for. But to all my other family who does, Like, you know, they kind of feel like associates. I don't feel like I have to set a boundary. We already know naturally what it is because we don't see each other as much. So, but it's always all love. You know what I mean? If I ever truly needed something, we're always going to be there for each other. I'll feed them. They'll feed me. And, you know, and it is what it is because I'm not online like you guys are. So it's, I don't know. I feel like when I do run across people and because I don't see their thoughts or see what they're saying or posting all the time, I could really care less what's going on online. I'm just appreciating their presence and who they are and while they're still here because um, RIP to my cousin Billy. I wasn't close to him at all, but I still knew him. I loved him and I don't care. Like, again, if he had a Facebook, what he posted and just shit like that. But he was cool. We always talked. We shared a good time when we crossed each other's paths mm-hmm. and COVID's a motherfucker. It took him, but... And, you know, and it's just, you know, that. And as far as friends, mm, again, because I'm not online, when I do see friends from high school and shit like that, I, I think even with not being online, it's kind of like an online approach. We know what it is. Like, I don't have to know your thoughts or know what's going on. Like, if we ain't fucking with each other all the time, hey, how you doing? How your kids doing? And just keep it pushing. And to you guys, you guys are like family. I see you, again, once a week mandatory because we're growing something here. Not because, again, we have to do it. It's because we want to do it. And that's where the love comes in and I appreciate you guys for that I, I, and yeah. I agree with you and I like friendships and situations and relationships it's not forced like mm-hmm. I can come anywhere to you guys and I feel okay I feel comfortable some places like oh I gotta be at this place because we're doing something but mm-hmm. that's just no, the that's, you get. How, that's yeah. definitely how it is for you it's like I'm, I was pissed. I was late. I like, like I said, bro. I thought it was ten o'clock. I'm like, and you know why that's love? Because you know why you. And it's not even the expectations that we have of you. It's just of yourself because you know what we got going on. You mm-hmm. love us. You don't want to feel like you know you're letting us down and shit like that. And I think that's how we all are biologically wired. We just know who we kind of owe something to, who we're close with, and who we're not close with. And again, regardless of online, I feel like we should just all appreciate each other's presence because I was listening to you talk about like your biological dad. Even though you will have to introduce him as a friend, I think it's key for Parker to know that still is his biological grandpa because at the end of the day, even though you were adopted, appreciate, you know, your real dad, who's Squanto, but for biological reasons, I think it's key to know like his bloodline, who he came from, because if he does run across family from that side, he should feel some sense of family ship with them and not some sort of standoffish like well my dad didn't fuck with y'all I shouldn't fuck with y'all right. because right. again family I feel like we're losing a sense of that because we are growing it more with friends than our actual blood but <clears throat> it's still key to know your blood because there but, wouldn't be a reason in bloodline and knowing your blood if, if it wasn't important then we wouldn't always like have stories about it preach about it so that's just like where I stand so to that. touch on what you just said like we're more in family with our friends than our own family. It's that's, that goes with the, oh, that's my cousin. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. There's no fucking real relation between y'all two at all. Oh, that's yeah. my cousin. Mm-hmm. So and I think it goes down with 
knowing your actual real bloodline, like you said, because, you know, I thought I was related to people that there's actually no relations. You know what I mean? It's just your your mom knows my grandma or your grandma knows my uncle or and you just mad cool for your whole lives and shit. So it's like and I'm gonna put a dark spin on it because you also want to know your bloodline because you don't want to sleep with your cousin on accident. Might have a, you know, an inbred baby on accident. And I'm because telling you, you didn't, you know, you didn't fuck with that side of the family. You fuck around, slept with your cousin. It was a complete accident. But the baby has to suffer. You have to suffer psychology like that's, again, the importance of knowing your family, too, and shit like that. Right. Regardless of boundaries. Like I had somebody side of my DMs with my last name. Like that. What? And I'm like, See, this don't even feel right. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like See, my cousin's somewhere down the line. That's why last names and bloodline are important. Again, regardless of but boundaries. In, how many Perez's in the world? There's a thousand. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. we could be. I don't, I don't know. But see, that's like for my like for Parker. He has a Diaz last name and a different bloodline. Mm-hmm. No, not really. I mean, he's got your bloodline. You're still the same person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Sure. Because, again, I'm related to a lot of people in this area, and it kind of, like, that's why, like, my dating has been the way it is. Because it's not that I, again, don't love chocolate women, but there's a high probability in this area if I sleep with a chocolate <laughs> I might be related to her, you know what I mean? Because I got a lot of, you know, first, second, thirds cousins around here, so I just, like, I like to play it safe. <laughs> so, <laughs> boundaries. He's <laughs> within the family, bitch. <laughs> okay, so, Cliff. I had something to ask you, right? What's up, man? So this next topic, I know you got a strong, strong opinion about this. So the student loan forgiveness. Okay. Mm, I didn't think he was going with that one. Well, I mean, my stu- like here's the thing about student loan forgiveness and stuff like that. Mind you, I ain't got none, so don't really take this too heavily. But I kind of think it's silly that, again, the whole reason why we started like grants and shit like that was to help this country move forward. Because obviously education pushes the country forward. And I think it's kind of ass backwards that we charge people who want to better themselves in this country to help push it forward and be professionals. And then you charge them all their life and now they're trying to balance personal life and still being a professional. You know what I mean? If that person reaches the finish line to me, I feel like there should be an automatic forgiveness. Charge the people who wasted time and wasted the taxpayers' monies and shit like that. And it's unfortunate, even if they were almost there, you still got to pay it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be charging people who cross the finish line Can't because be they're here to make this country move forward and shit like that. And I feel like the, all those people should have great lives because they, again, had the discipline to sit their ass down, do the work, cross the finish line. And now our society is reaping the benefits of that person doing that. So that. I always think, like, you know, student loans is, like, laughable. We mm-hmm. shouldn't even have it. Mm-hmm. It is. That was capitalism, but damn. I mean, so the whole thing is, with, like, though Biden, he ran on saying that he was going to forgive student loans, and, they, like, all up until shit, he couldn't, basically. He stole the idea it's from Bernie Sanders, pretty yeah. much, like, because Bernie had it. Everybody loved that idea. Oh, yeah. and it's, mind you, it's a socialistic idea. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say everybody people. likes the idea, but exactly. most, a lot of people It's like a socialistic it. idea because capitalists don't like the idea. Right. Somebody has to pay for the shit, mm-hmm. and it sounded good for his uh, brand yeah, and shit yeah, like that. But like yeah. you said, eventually there was a stopping point because he has lobbyists to be loyal to, and a lot of those people aren't for that shit. Let's just be real about all right. it. Mm-hmm. My only thing is like, all right, you put me in debt for all this money. There should be some type of apprenticeship for whatever field you're getting your so, like, degree guaranteed in. to like your, it's, it's that tough. job because all right you, you, you go to school to be a lawyer mm-hmm. and and lawyers make that we hypothetically say seventy five thousand dollars a year okay and you're in debt 150 if you're a lawyer for full time every day whatever whatever the case is for two years 
you still can't pay that back. Three years, you're gonna be all right. I'm getting a little bit better. Four years, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm closing the gap and I'm shutting the door. But half the time, it takes them ten years just to get that job. And on top of that, you're you're making a minimum wage somewhere. So now you can't even pay the the full amount that you should be paying. You know, mm-hmm. instead of paying five hundred a, a year or a month, you're only paying fifty. So pretty much it shouldn't take somebody damn near a decade to reap the incentives and benefits of all the Of getting work. the job that you went to school for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. so, I know so many people who went to school to be a specific thing, and that is not where they work right now. Oh, for yeah. sure. And, yeah. and, and you in have a, a master's or something, but you work at Rite Aid. Like, and you know yeah. what I mean? After getting your master's, there should be some type of incentive for you to be into a program where you are working in the field, which you just spent hundred and fifty fucking thousand dollars on. And I agree with that, but here's where I'll throw like something in because I feel like people need to take the opportunity versus it being catered around their situation at home. Because a lot of the times people get a job where the job market isn't popping for that. So I feel like once they do cross that line they should be like there should be a program set up to allow them to move and not pay so much so that way they can exist in another state for a little bit where the job market is popping and that way they can exist there and again society reaps the benefits of them doing all their hard work but But there is loan repayment programs in terms of for providers or cnps uh our dentists where i work you know they can sign up for a plan that they're if they work in healthcare a nonprofit for five years a big portion of those loans are getting paid off. It's awesome. just, it's just, it's really based on. To me, you knew what you were signing up for. It, mm-hmm. I hate to say it that way. I don't think that it should cost all that it costs to mm-hmm. do so. You knew what you were signing up for. It becomes your responsibility once you sign your name on that paper. Right. And if you want those loan forgiveness programs, go out there and find them. I mean, that's, Amen. Yeah, I sign off. That on goes that, back period. to just holding people accountable for, like, like you said, sure. what you sign up for. Self accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you said, and it's like once you hop into that field and into that fire, you need to have the knowledge of like what will help you not technically cut corners, but cut cost. Because, again, you knew it was going to cost a lot. And like you said, there's programs out there. You just need to have the knowledge of them and capitalize. And on there's people so I completely are, agree. I have a friend. Well, she was on the podcast before Caitlin. She went to Ohio State Young Scholars Shout program. out to Kate. We're going to bring her back on the podcast pretty yeah. soon. Damn. I wasn't here for Went that for episode. her bachelor's. It was paid for because she was in the Young Scholars program. Okay, went no. back for her master's and got a big portion of that off too because she did her research and she wanted that she didn't want to be left with the death i'm drawing the there's ways who, around who is caitlin again? i wasn't here for caitlin, caitlin gonzalez. gonzalez you were here for that episode. yeah i know that's why i'm drawing that's why i'm like what when you I, see her face she works for uh who's your work for? oh the the food thing no no, uh, no. kindergarten readiness program yeah. uh raising titans Raising. Rising Titans. Okay. Delicious. She was for uh, Neighborhood Alliance. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it was. Yep, that's the food, the neighborhood thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Used to be my daycare as a child. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, what, what else we got to talk about? Baby? I thought you, so before you started talking about that, I thought you were going to talk about the local news. Oh. So did y'all see that shit that happened at Palm? No. Yeah, where the kid yes. had to eat out of the trash, I was ready to hurt some that's I, And that's why I thought you were going to talk mean? to him talk, about, talk so, about that. I, don't, I read it right so, before I left on Friday. Side note. Talk about it. I didn't even hear about that on the on our news. This is local shit. I didn't even hear about it on news. I seen it on my mixtapes on Instagram. A global thing. It, it was on MSN.com. So, and again, it wasn't even in our local so, newspaper. It was, a kid got breakfast, didn't like it, asked if they can get something different. They told him no. Kid's like, well, all right, well, I don't want to eat it then. Do it away. It was a special needs kid, too. Yeah. And that's, and trust yes. me, I would have just, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. As soon as I seen the word paraprofessional. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, I was. That's what, what was the dead giveaway to me. I was like, this was a special uh, needs kid. I was. The para mm-hmm. was uh, involved. So the kid threw it away. 
teacher and the principal took it out of the trash and force fed it to him. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Palm, Palm Elementary, Are right down the and, and this principal was the principal since 2008. This ain't no, this ain't no, no rookie. No. This is right, bro. And it, I'm sure. I just don't, I just don't understand why. Why would you let go immediately? But they had a 10 day notice, so they got yeah, they had a 10 day notice for the principal, but the paraprofessional was. I was like, oh. first of all, I don't give a damn who you. You don't do that to a child, especially a child with. Like, how many different types of stupid are you? What were you saying? I told my dad the only palm they would have got is the palm of my hand. Fuck out of here. That school would be named after me. (laughs) That just says a lot about your character. Like, you shouldn't have to force feed a special needs kid to do something. Because you know they need special Mm -hmm. needs. Like, you have to cater to them, in a sense. So, Yeah, Yeah, that's just a fucking other, you know, bad look for Lorraine and, and the school system, honestly. But yeah, that shit was crazy. And I, like I said, man, like I thought you were gonna ask him because he's a father. You know, I was gonna, you know, gonna. I'm sorry, I'm hurting somebody. I'm y'all oh, have to like read about me hurting somebody because I wish my mm-hmm. kid would be fed something out of the trash. Like I'm a feed y'all out of the trash. Like I'm a force feed y'all. Y'all gonna have to call local the cops. dad. They did sue him. They did sue the school. Per- oh yeah, they're getting sued. Yeah. Principal. Mm-hmm. But like, or I what, might ice cube just fuck what up their good? Car and what good comes out of that? Right. Nothing. No good comes out of even when you sue them. Like the. You embarrassment don't. of just knowing that that was you being in that situation not even because the kids like you said it's special needs so they're gonna forget it but not the person who takes care of that kid every single day you're right so i'm gonna fuck up their car and then sue them oh, oh i'm ass. suing oh yeah no yeah, yeah. i'm suing you 100 like i said palm is gonna be my school <laughs> so oh they work now i replace the batteries oh nice oh, it's nice. lit yeah. love it but man, yeah, that shit pissed me off when I read that because I was like, "There's no." I was like, "Please let this be fake." But if Mm-mm. it's on MSN, nope. MSN, it can't. I be seen fake. that shit on my mixtapes. I'm like, my mixtapes. You know that? You know what they promote? Music. That's so somebody, <laughs> they're fucking. That's fucked up. That's you know you fucked Rain up. City District School. I said, "What the fuck am I reading right now?" Thinking did the you tabloid. see the one guy who made the TikTok about ten dollars and getting into um? Game oh, game. I didn't see it. Where is it? Who was that yeah, guy? I think he was like a Cleveland security guard, though. He ain't no, oh, no, the, he no, I don't have TikTok. So, no, too. no that's too. okay. You guys didn't see that video? Yeah, I did. No, that video. He's gonna be on our show the eighth. Oh, that's no, Tristan. It's him. That's Tristan. Oh, oh, okay. let's, let's get this shit. Can that's I see the video? Great episode. Oh, shit. It was just him saying he's like I went to Game On. And it was like sketchy as fuck, and he's basically told him he's like this is ghetto as shit. I'm not I'm not paying ten dollars to get in. Where here. is he from? Is he from Cleveland? Oh, I'm not paying ten dollars to get in the game on. Me neither. Well, it was like for the I fights said, or something. I thought it was during like maybe DJ Trap's performance too. I was like mm-hmm. maybe it was during that. I mean, because now they're starting to incentivize like every Friday they have Dude, local something. DJs go up there. But, or but that doesn't matter. Those that, DJs still, are like, gonna draw in people who are gonna spend more money to drink. So right. charging at the door is an excuse to have a DJ. It's right. not. Well, it was for the UFC fights, I think. But still, I don't. You mentioned about a, having a fight. There's, or something. A, there's no need for you to walk in there with bulletproof vests on, like. Yeah, he. Where I completely agreed with him though, and I would have walked away too, is when he pulled out his phone for his cash app. Like I had to snap, like give you ten dollars. Like I wish I would. I'm about to leave. Like I completely agreed with him in that clip. I'm like, yeah, that is ghetto. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Security yeah. pulling out their cash app. But uh, you know, whole the whole thing with bulletproof vests and shit. He's like, I, I mean, I get that. But the, at the same time, there has been issues down there that there's been I'm bullets say, flying. I, I say, hey, oh. it is Lorraine. You know, he is just you know protecting himself at the end of the day. So we're about to take a little break now, right now, because it's going to be a little, little two-parter. Ooh, and two-parter. so we're going to get our reaction to the video after we watch it. So stay tuned. Oh, oh, real quick.
make sure you guys go like and subscribe us on all our pages whether it be spotify apple podbean five star five star five star, five star, five star wherever you get your podcasts youtube let's get whatever Shit. thank you for listening to iou podcast where you can reach us out on spotify apple podbean youtube um and our gmail is iou podcast 440 and this has been a great episode with my boys and